Welcome to the Mouth Moms Podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hi. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Disney's Jollywood Nights premiered this past Saturday at Hollywood Studios, and your favorite Mouse Moms were there to walk the red carpet. So today, we're going to tell you what we thought. But first, the Mouthka cocktail. All right. So this week we actually have two that we're going to do. Um, we're going to talk about these a little further in our review. But um, the first one is in holiday fashion. Um, we tried this one. We had high hopes for this one. Um, it has Buffalo Trace, uh, Kentucky straight bourbon, rosemary syrup, cranberry, and lime juices and cinnamon. Um, I was really excited for this drink until you tasted it. Did you even taste it after that? I don't think I did because of the face that you had. It was really bad. We'll get into it later. But but the other one was really delicious. Yeah. So our other one is called Naughty or Nice. Um, this one was really good. It was uh, Crown Royal whiskey and ginger mixed with orange, cranberry, grapefruit juices topped with fresh cranberries. It was at Dockside Diner. Um, this was delicious. It was like Christmas in a glass. It was good. It was very, I have no very recollection. Good. You like this one. Did I? Okay. Yes, I liked it. You liked it. Okay. You, liked it. you were a fan. So those fan. were our cocktails, which I mean, and we're going to be talking about food and cocktails almost this entire Pretty time. much because that's what we do. But so can we start just by saying that this Jollywood Nights that we did was at the end of a super long week. So if we say we don't remember, it's because we were so tired, but we tried really hard for you guys to get in as much as we could. So let's get to it, shall we? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Disney's Jollywood Nights today. That is the new nighttime party at Hollywood Studios. It's running on select nights from November 11th, which is the night we went, through December 20th. The event is on those select nights between 8.30 and 12.30. So it is an after-hours ticketed event. And we went the first night, which definitely has its pros and cons, um, so they like everything that is a first, there were definitely kinks that need to be worked out, but I think the overall vibe that we got is that it was a pretty good after hours event. And I think it has a lot of potential, um, despite the kinks that have to be worked out, which you kind of expect on the first night of any new programming. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. I think my favorite part about the whole event truly was just the atmosphere in general. Hollywood Studios is one of the most beautiful parks when it's decorated for Christmas. And they went all out here. It was pretty stunning. I thought it looked really great. I mean, I love that atmosphere at Hollywood Studios in general. I really love that like old Hollywood vibe. And with Jollywood, that's really what they were going for, embracing that and all that. And compared to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party that we attended earlier that week, P 
people were far more decked out for the holidays and in, I don't want to say costume, but it was. They were dressed up. This was definitely, this was definitely dapper days, but make it Christmas, which was really cool for people watching. It was almost as cool as like, I love going to um, not so scary Halloween party because I love seeing the creative costumes that people come up with. Well, this one was just I mean, it was really cool to see all these people walking up Sunset Boulevard um, in their Dapper Days Christmas attire. It was really cool. I was, it was like we did the Christmas party right before that, a few days before that. And we were like, oh, my God, people are in PJs. That's what we should be doing next year. That's kind of what the Christmas party at Magic Kingdom was, was Christmas and fun and kids and family and PJs where the Jollywood was different. It was sequence. It was... Yeah, you know, it was beads it was and furs and martinis and furs, and it was the the atmosphere itself. I think is really cool, and that's what they had to play into it. Um, and we also we kind of noticed during the marketing part of when they were doing Jollywood, there is not kids in any of their marketing. Um, you will see it is adults on all of their marketing stuff. It's pictures of adults dancing, pictures of adults drinking. Um, and it was definitely a hundred percent more adults. There were very, very few children there. Except shout out. I hope she's listening to the mom of that one little flapper that she oh, had a two-year-old at, or maybe in a, maybe four, I don't know. She was little in a beaded sequin flapper dress with the thing around her head. And they all matched like three generations of women. It was the cutest thing I'd seen, but I can't imagine they lasted very long. There That's, wasn't, they're they're wasn't not going to last long. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like the Christmas party in the Magic Kingdom where they had stage shows that were definitely geared toward kids and the parade. This was, this was a very adult vibe. It was very, it really was dapper days, but Christmas, make it Christmas. And um, yeah, let's get into it. So we arrived, the party started at 830, but you could get in with your ticket starting at seven. So we arrived a little bit after seven and went through the gates. Um, we saw right away, we saw Bonnie Cribs waiting online. So we chatted <laughs> with him for a while and got our, our picks with him. Um, and then we did a lot of people watching because, again, people were really dressed up and it was a really cool old Hollywood kind of vibe to to. Just to people watch. I was going to say, this this is the part where if you want to enter it at seven, it's kind of like Mickey's uh, Christmas party. If you want to enter it early, that's fine. Nothing opens until 8.30. Nothing with the party goes. I would have chosen if we were doing this as guests just going, I would have gone on rides from seven to Mm 8.30. I would have eaten something smaller or a larger lunch um, and then gone on rides from seven till eight thirty until the actual party started at eight thirty, um, because everyone was just kind of sitting around waiting for things to kind of start. It's true, it's true. Although, I mean, yes, and what we decided to do was get a beverage at the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge, which I thought was a brilliant choice, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> we had a nice time, but we were there just adults. The thing about riding rides from seven to eight thirty is that there's still people in the park from daytime and so there because there were when we get into rides we can talk about that at the party it's different goals I guess it depends I think on what you want to get out of the party I might have at like at eight o'clock gotten in line had I known where my favorite beverage party beverage would be and just like staked it out so I could be the first person to get in line there since we found that that was the biggest challenge was 
food and beverage, but we'll get into that as we go through our categories, I think. Yeah, so let's start with those categories. So we already talked about the atmosphere. It was definitely mostly adults. Everybody was dressed up, ready to party old Hollywood style. Um, a big part of this party was the entertainment. So there were two shows running um, several times throughout the night. So there were plenty of opportunities to see both of the shows. They're both getting great reviews. We only saw one of the two. So there was a Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. We did not see that show, but we did go ahead in the Beauty and the Beast Theater and saw the Disney Hollywood, Holidays in Hollywood show, which was spectacular. It was like an old time variety show, like you would watch on TV yeah. in it, the 50s. It, it was well, that's right. exactly how it was. They basically yeah. treated you as an audience and that they were filming it, pretending to film it because they would be like, all right, and commercial break. It was throw in a commercial. So cute. And yeah. so um, Kermit and Piggy are hosting the show, which of course to me is like the absolute best part because I just love them so much. But it was, it was. Which so again, cool. appeals to that older, like the adult age group. And very it, smart move. It was very smart. It was great. There was singing and dancing holiday songs. There was the funny, you know, comedic interludes in between acts from Piggy and, and, and Kermie. It was, it was great. And everyone across the board, like all of the reviews have been positive. The shows are getting a lot of hype and, um, and it was, it was great. I loved it. I have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. So this one, like you said, is outside in the Beauty and the Beast theater. So you can bring in your beverages and your snacks. That theater holds a lot more people than I realized because um, we were kind of back in line. The line does form a bit early. We probably got into it 15, 20 minutes early, maybe. We arrived the second it started, but it took us like 10, 15 minutes to wind through the queue to get into the theater. Okay. Um, the only critique I have, and this is surprising for Disney, there was no cast members to direct people where to sit. I don't yeah. understand. I hope they change that. In every other show Disney has ever done, there are cast members at the top of the stairs and the bottom of the stairs showing you kind of where to go and where the open seatings are. There's reminders of please scoot all the way to your right. Please scoot all the way to your right. And there was nothing. It was an absolute free-for-all when we got in there. And some people weren't scooting over. Some people were. Um, I will advise that there, it, if the weather's iffy, look above you and make sure you're covered. We were, we were not covered. It did um, start raining on us. And it did know? start raining a little bit on us. We had like the three rows on each side that were not covered out of the entire yeah. theater. And again, hopefully this was just first day jitters yes. and kinks that they need to work out. But that was the only. There were cast members everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. So many cast members like for crowd control and whatnot. They just didn't seem to be in the right places in some points. Now, I yes. understand that, you know, dining is different from park operations and rides and all that. I don't know where entertainment falls, if it's the same group of, of cast members, but maybe a few could be moved to that show. Um, I don't know yes. what happened there, but I don't remember it being horrible. I do remember getting wet. <laughs> yeah, the show itself I was fantastic. Were like the last people in there that, you know, they were just gone. I don't know. It's It was hard to say. And now a word from our sponsors. 
Trader Nick's Tea Company is an online tea shop established at the end of 2019 with husband and wife team Nick and Nicolette Spears. After a decade of experience in the tea trade, they wanted to get more on the creative side and tell stories through tea. Taking inspiration from theme parks, movies, attractions, and more, they have artfully created unique tea blends to bring the magic home. Together, they have created all of the names, descriptions, art, and designs themselves. This is a time-consuming labor of love that all starts with a spark of imagination and a flare of creativity. Each flavor and brush stroke of color contributes to the full development of the theme of the tea. The appearance, taste, and color of the tea are all important details behind their brand. Some of our favorites are Mouska Tea, Circle of Life, Monorail Morning, R2T2, Pumpkin King, Frozen Fractals, It's a Tea World After All, and Main Street Muffin. Visit mm. them at TraderNicksTea.com and you can use the promo code MouseGamom10 to save 10% on your order this month. Um, also similar to the Very Merry Christmas Party over in the Magic Kingdom, this was a great opportunity to get photo ops with characters that we don't often see. Of course, the Fab Five were there all decked out in their holiday best, but we also saw some other unique characters. We saw Phineas and Ferb, which were really popular. Their line to meet them was very, very long. We saw Max. Um, we saw Goofy's kid, Max. That was Max. Yeah. We saw Chip and Dale were somewhere around Chip there. and Dale were dressed in their Rescue Rangers outfits in front of Indiana Jones. Um, that was kind of it, though. It was. It wasn't like star big time characters like you're no. used to. The longest no. line for certain was for Phineas and Ferb. Character yeah. lines were not long at all. This didn't seem to be a priority for people. I want to say, though, as we're talking about this day, it was the first night and it was full of influencers. Like it was all, it was a lot of social media influencers and reporters and things like that. Who's goals at these kinds of parties are different than everyone else's. So when we talk about the rides and we talk about the characters, you know, maybe they might not have been priority for the people that were there that night versus a more average sampling of people who are going. Um, but the character lines didn't seem to be terribly long except for Phineas and Ferb. And then the other cool um, photo op they had, which was unique to this party, was they had this red carpet robotic arm photo op that you could go to where you were literally walking the red carpet and there was a robotic arm that was following you and filming you so live video and film at the same time it was really cool and it just you know again it's that whole old hollywood party vibe so that that was cool um, and then there were a bunch of magic shots. And of course, we got our picture in front of the Tower of Terror with all the lights and the snow and it was cute. Yeah. Cute. It was cute. It was the character things were cute and definitely it was nice that there weren't long lines. I'm curious to see if that changes in the coming party night. Um, but back to entertainment real quick, we missed a couple things. There was um we had talked about how we really wanted to check out this terrace party at the Tower of Terror. Um it turned out to be a little different than we imagined and it wasn't some it was literally just a jazz band and they were so fun just outside. It wasn't up on the terrace. Like when, when they said terrace, I thought 
didn't you? Like they said courtyard, and I assumed it was going to be. They said the tippity top, or they mentioned something with the the top. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like tower at the top, party at the tippity top, or whatever. But the band was awesome, and it definitely had that like jazzy swing vibe. Um, but more people were standing in line to get the specialty drink and food that was at the cart there than actually like dancing and having fun. Um, and where it was I mean, located, I'm sorry. And where it was located, so we we assumed that it was going to be on that terrace at right at the entrance of Tower of Terror, where you know it looks very cool and classy, like an old Hollywood terrace party. But this was at the exit to the ride where that coffee, the Joffrey's cart always is. So it was a big space. The band was great. Um, they were fantastic. It was a jazz band. We did not taste the food or drink at this stop because the line was ridiculous. Um, we just hung out a little bit for the vibe and kind of moved on to the next stop. But I definitely um, could see myself if I wasn't there to try to get as much recon as possible. I could see myself having hung out there for a good long while. And, yeah. And dancing and I was going to say, if the food and beverage are there, if that's where you want to go, that's the place I'd go to first. That's the mm -hmm. one I would go in, get in line. Like Julianne was talking, like she might stake it out at eight o'clock before it opens at 830. Yeah. That's the oh, one I do. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want. The when other I'm lines saying. were long and we'll talk about that. but. This one was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. There was also at live entertainment at um, the Hollywood Brown Derby. And there were also street performers, live entertainment along the commissary lane over there. That was um, like the Latin street party. Yeah. And then yes. there was a DJ playing DJ music. DJ I don't music. even know how to explain it. But it was, and that, yeah. so that was cool. There were people definitely like having a great time. And the last of the entertainment part of the evening was the one that I've been reading the most controversy over. That was the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam fireworks show. That didn't happen until 1230. Um, and we did not stay for that. But here's the thing. It's a repurposed show. It's not a show that we've never seen before that was... We didn't know if it was going to be identical. And from everything I've read, it's identical. It's I also identical. think we have a timing issue. The party ends at 1230 and they're putting the show at 1230. That's great. But could you imagine if Magic Kingdom did their show at midnight at when the Christmas party? Like that's the end. That's late. This should have been done earlier and at 11 p.m. than 1230. It's just ridiculous. But it's especially disappointing that this is a special hard ticket event and you're getting the exact same show. I agree, Jen. Yes. I've been really mad. So we left because we were getting rained on. We were cranky and tired end of a long week. We love you guys, but I guess not that much. So we left. <laughs> I would have been really ticked off if we stayed till 1230 and it was the same jingle bell, jingle bam as always. I mean, it's a great show, but meh. It's so cute. Yeah, so it's cute. Kind of but I guess the only change they did have actually is now to make it worse. Um, the fireworks are less. They lost their fireworks spot um, where it used to be. Um, so they had two fireworks spots where both fireworks were shooting off for the old one. And they oh, lost yeah. the one. And I think it's because of the Galaxy's Edge area and the, and the uh, Star Cruiser. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the everyone has complained the fireworks are even less than what they were when they did this show initially because they only have one firework area now. 
Um, so that even, I think made people even more upset is that there were just, you know, it was the same show, just less fireworks. Interesting. Um, just back to the photos real quick, um, with your, since we're complaining that Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is not new with your ticket to the party, you do get the photo path downloads of all the photos from the party. So that's nice. That is yes. Um, all right. Merch. We can't really comment on. No, there wasn't really anything in yet. They do, fun fact, close all of the stores yes. toward the end of park closing for the regular guests. So we were very, very confused because we were sitting there kind of doing some people watching and we saw all the shops closing and we're like, that is a miss. <laughs> but they just closed the shops temporarily to get the day visitors out of the parks and transition to the party. And then they open up the the shops again so that you can do some some shopping there were it wasn't any exclusive merch Just that we saw it was one t-shirt it was green and it said jollywood nights 20 apparently there's more coming but it wasn't yeah. available yet so yes. keep an eye out for that but really the big thing that we're going to talk about that we always talk about is not going to be a nine-year episode is the food and drink because that was really all I cared about. Well, well honestly, it definitely makes the difference between the Mickey's yeah. Very Merry Christmas Party and Jollywood because Very Merry Christmas, did we even bother eating anything? Like we did the cookies, but they weren't a big deal. Not really. This one, we were there to eat and drink and there were some fabulous options, which was so great because we were saying... Hollywood Studios, hands down, is our least favorite place to go for food. And the food that we had that night and the drinks that we have, for the most part, were Delish. 10 out of 10. The food was excellent. The food was so good. Um, so I'll be honest, like, this was the big miss for me for Jollywood. I think the atmosphere was great. The entertainment was great. I don't care about the merchandise. Oops, that it didn't get in in time. Those things happen. Um, the photo ops were cool-ish, not for me. Um, we didn't mention rides. The fact is there were no ride overlays and there was absolutely no wait for rides. Again, I think that could be because it wasn't important to influencers. But the food... I think the overlay, though, that was a miss. Yeah, but maybe, maybe. I mean, if you want to get crowds onto rides and out of food lines, you should do something with the attractions, yeah. perhaps. But I think the biggest myth of Jollywood Nights, I think, again, overall, it was a great party. I'm so excited, was that they had all this delicious food and not and not enough ways to distribute it to all the people who wanted it. It's just the lines for food were just really long. But the, yeah, I and think, yeah, I think part of it is they oversold it just like they do with the Christmas party. OK, it's a lot of people still in the park and they shut down all of the other quick service locations they're all right. shut down so if you're trying to get any sort of food it's great because this food is delicious but the lines are insane and it's weird because there were so many options so let's get into it first of all there was one table per service available and it was hollywood brown derby and what happened was i, I don't think i understood that they advertised it as what did they call it the what was it? They called it a lounge. It was like Brown Derby lounge, but it was like reserve your quick service table. Like the way they. Yeah, it was Jazzy it. Holidays at the Hollywood Brown Derby. And then they advertised it as like a jazz party. So I thought it was going to be like a bar 
party, like jazz room, but it was actually a sit down table service. They didn't change the restaurant at all, except to put in a, it was a DJ, wasn't it? No, No, he was was a a piano. Yeah, he was awesome. It was totally awesome, but here's what happened. Everybody at 8.15 went live on the, it went live for a walk up at 8.15 and everybody clicked it and everybody was told they had a five to 10 minute wait, everybody, like 500 people. So it was, it was an IT situation, I'm imagining, right? Like that seems to be a a tech issue. We got our call at what, 10.30? Yeah, it was a two hour wait. Yeah. (laughs) Not um, a it was, no, it was like late. eleven. It was like eleven, eleven fifteen. It was a massive. It was late. late. We were late. in the be- we were in the show. Yeah, I and we, we saw the, the ten forty five show. show. We saw the ten forty five show, so we didn't get in till eleven fifteen ish, I think. Yeah, so it was late, but we did it for you, for all of you. It was delicious. Um, it so was guess, delicious. Yeah, let's but talk about it. it. Yeah, we what did do we remember? What yeah, we, we got pork belly by by. Bio, bio, bow, bow for a derby slider, uh, crispy duck drumlet, drumettes, and for drinks, you guys got the bee's knees because you loved the server and you hated the drink. It was so bad. Now I've had a bee's knees before. They sell it at Cowfish. Actually, it's on the menu at Cowfish, and it's quite yummy. But this one was a little strong on the honey, so I don't recommend it. But yeah, but otherwise the food was delicious. It was the so food good. was delicious. We managed to stuff ourselves. It was it, everything was like the slider was good, the pork belly was good. The I don't even like drum, uh, duck, and that was good. It was delicious. Um, I don't remember the pork belly. The pork. It was you so good. Belly. The bow. I it have was a like a taco. You took a bite. Oh yeah. It was delicious. It was so late. It. it was so late. My brain it turned was so off. Late. Right. Yeah, it, it was beautiful in there. It always is beautiful in there. That's one where you really, especially in your little party clothes, you felt very swanky because of you're in the brown derby and the food was delicious. The drinks. Which is it was great. Jen and it, I do not love the brown derby. And yeah, I loved it that night. Good. That's what he said. He put down the menu and the menu was exclusive for this event. So they completely changed their menu. So oh, all the things mm. Jen and Juliana don't like, like the Cobb salad and all that, <laughs> were not there. Um, so it was a completely different menu. I think the food came out super quick, but it was just not advertised as a sit down right. dinner reservation. And Maybe, I don't know if we were the only ones who were confused by that, but there you have it. Oh, well. So but it was but delicious. Again, I think that there were so many quick service options. I mean, I think that I counted 14, 19, something like that. There were a lot and every single one of them had a long line. And again, a lot of that had to do with the fact of this being opening night and all the influencers who were there and the, the agenda was a lot different, but we did get a surprising amount of of bites despite the long lines i'm complaining about how long the lines were and i'm like holy cow we ate so much (laughs) we did we did we the one that surprised me the most was dockside diner the dockside diner is the one that's like it's the quick service that's right in the little dinosaur's belly i guess if you want to call it right there no it's in the steamboat sorry it's It's in in the the steamboat across from the dinosaur yeah across from frozen where frozen sing-along is but it is i never eat there 
ever. Um, it's always I hot dogs. It. Yeah, I always pass it. But they had some really good stuff. So they had a roasted eggplant dip that we got. Um, we got poutine uh, tots, which were They fantastic. were so good. And then I got, because they would need it, the Christmas tree cookie stack. Um, we have a picture of this that we'll post. It was delicious. That's what it was. Sorry, I'm now reading the instru- the uh, what the cookie had in it. It was a vanilla cookie stacked with pistachio buttercream, cranberry, and raspberry jam, and then topped with sprinkles. I couldn't figure out what the flavor was, and it was pistachio. I'm a little sad I didn't try this. It's I'll tell you, I mean, I, I offered you, and you guys were like, no, 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 cookie for me. I ate that entire thing. When you see how big it is, it's like four cookies with all the frosting. I did it. All of it. Yeah, but I think I ate most of the poutine, so there you, there you have it. Um, the drink we did get that we talked about was the naughty or nice, um, which was the crown Royal whiskey, um, ginger, orange, cranberry, grapefruit. It was good. It was very, very good. That one was awesome. And that line actually was not terrible. No, that line was not terrible, which is why we stopped there. We didn't like necessarily, we were just hungry. I think at this point, I don't remember, but we were hungry. We just stopped. They had a shorter line. So I would definitely, this is one I would definitely stop at, um, I think then we went to baseline, right? And then, yeah. Yeah, we went to baseline. And And that was great, too. That line wasn't awful. We found a place to sit right away. Uh, From that one, we got tuna ceviche, and we also, they had a charcuterie cup. Um, It wasn't anything special, but they were both good. And I think we just got beers from this one. Yeah, you got a beer, and then when we when we were doing that, Juliana ran over to the market, which was located by Toy Story, mm-hmm. and got the buff. This one had a really long rolls. line. Yeah, yeah. this one had a really spring long rolls. Line. We had to compare the spring rolls. These were delicious. The buffalo chicken spring rolls were fantastic, and I have to say that jalapeno ranch sauce is not Disney spicy. It was pretty. It was spicy, spicy. spicy. It was really good, but this is where we got the in holiday fashion, which was no bueno. I don't. I think they just went really strong on the cinnamon or something. It was either that or the rosemary syrup. Maybe they went too strong on that. You guys, I mean, the face you guys were making, something was off. It was bad. It was really. It was very, very. I mean, we finished it, but I don't know. No, this is one that went in the garbage. (laughs) Not that we needed another beverage. Holy smokes. It was good though. So yeah, so I, we keep talking about the long lines for food and drink, but really it was just the Hollywood Brown Derby snafu, the place over by the Tower of Terror, Tip Top Terrace, Tip Top Club, the Tip Top Club at the Tower Courtyard. That was what it was. And um, and maybe the market. Everything else wasn't terrible. There was a few we wanted to try. They had Mexican food in ABC, um, mm-hmm. missionary that we wanted to try. That there line was, was crazy. That line was nuts. So there was one other line that was Fairfax down, Fair. Fairfax, Fairfax Fair, Fair that we wanted. And that one was nuts. So uh, actually, I think that one died down, but we were so full. Yes. Fairfax Fair had the, we were going to try the holiday funnel cake. Yes. That's what they had. And we were, we just couldn't, we couldn't do it. Yeah. Anymore. They had a bunch of sweet and savory funnel cakes. Um, yeah. And then they, I mean, but they just, one. they did, they, I think they knocked it out of the park with the food for the this food one. Was I was awesome. very pleasantly surprised considering how much we typically care about Hollywood studios. Like I said, food. if, if you're planning, I would have a very late lunch 
or a very small snack slash meal at like 4.30 and then wait for this food to come out at 8.30. And even still, maybe like we said, get in line for one that you want right yeah. at 8.30, but it seemed like the food lines died down later on. So if you eat a big meal at maybe four, you'll be fine to eat snacks Again. at 10. So yeah, this is not, I like we said, Christmas party, you can totally miss the food. This is, don't, don't miss this. Yeah, is, I, the food was awesome. I agree. That might be our mouse tip. Like prioritize the food. We really liked it. All right. We'll go with that mouse tip. We have the other big difference. The other big difference between the, um, Mickey's very merry Christmas party over over at the Magic Kingdom and Jollywood over here at Hollywood Studios were the attractions. We actually did quite a few attractions in the Magic Kingdom for that party. Um, and the attractions that we did all had like a special overlay or something. This one for the Hollywood, the Jollywood, the only attraction we got on the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, but we never wound up even using it. <laughs> um, and 100% of the rides you could have walked on, including Slonky Donkey, Slinky, Slinky, Slonky Donkey, Slinky and Tower of Terror, all of them were, were they could have done something with some of these that would have been really easy like rock and roller coaster you totally could have switched the music to christmas yeah. and switched up some lights like they do in space mountain you could have even done a toy story mania you know you have those screens there change it up make it christmas where you're hitting christmas toy soldiers something there's things that they could it definitely have yeah there are definitely rides that lend itself to some sort of overlay but i just don't think that's the vibe of this party I think that yeah. if you want that kind of stuff, you go to a very Merry Christmas party with I your know, kids. They need to wanna... make it. They need to do that, though, unless they figure out this food. Because that's, that's the issue. Like, you yes. need to get people to off these food lines for a little bit yes. to go do something else. But I will yeah. tell guests, if you, if, you, if you want, you know, to ride the rides, then go to Jollywood because you'll be able to. Yeah. I do think, like I said, though, I do think they'll be a little bit longer other nights than they were the first night. Um, but, but I don't think they're going to get long. And hopefully, they'll figure out the food stuff and just, and just. I mean, that's that's just so typical for a first night. Food is the hardest thing to plan. I feel like I don't know. Um, one thing we didn't mention with these shows too, I was surprised they had four times for each of these shows. Yeah. I was shocked. I Maybe. thought it was going to be like, usually it's like one or two times you can see the show, especially at like magic kingdom. They usually do it once or twice on that stage. It was four different times. It was so continual. That part was yeah. nice. It was nice that you had, you know, I think it was like a nine 45 or it was an eight 45, a 10 45, nine 45, 11 45. Like it just kept going. Um, and that part was awesome because you could pick and choose what you wanted to go and you did have four different times for each show. Yeah. I don't know. I think what, what's our verdict here? Do it. I think it's worth it. Um, older kids, adults, not families with young kids. Um, no. I think it is going to get better. I, I've seen a lot of people, people were asking where our review was because um, they all they've read is negative stuff. I It's a first party. I think I it's going it, to be great. Yeah. I think so too. I think it has a lot of potential for being like a favorite because it's so, so different. I'll go again. 
I would I'll go definitely again. go again. I, I would totally go, just not with my kids. Right. No. So, and I would dress up more. Like we were dressed up, but some of those outfits were like, yeah. Like I've always wanted know. to do dapper days. They were and cool. this is just a great excuse to do it, but do it Christmas. It was, I thought it was great. And I think yep. it's just going to get better because it's never a hundred percent the first night anyway. So I mean, it wasn't just the first night of the year. It was the first night ever. Ever. Yes. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. All no, right. I so... think it's a hundred percent going to go get better. I also like the fact that it is not as often as Mickey's Christmas party. The dates are more selective. Mm -hmm. um so that part I like as well um so yeah I also I like that you know typically that theme park number one you don't go there for the food and number two the crowds are usually really overwhelming and I thought both of those things were fixed that night mm -hmm. I thought the crowds were very doable with some great people watching you know the lines were long for the food but i think that's going to get better over time and the food was spectacular like and like epcot with, food even with yeah. long food lines we we got a lot we ate we a lot we got a lot we ate a lot so we definitely yeah. had a good time all right so, so now i would say it? 3 thumbs up 3 there thumbs up six, 6 really <laughs> All right, Mouse could tip, no surprise. Go check out Jollywood Nights. We we loved it. It's still going on till December twentieth. Um, but if you don't think you'll make it this year, stay tuned. I do think that this will event will come back. And if you go with as with all parties, have a game plan. You have the benefit of hearing from our experience. We didn't. We went in relatively blind. So pick the things that you heard us talk about that you want to do, see, taste, and prioritize those things like we suggested. Do it. Well, Mouska friends, there you have it. Our review of the first ever Jollywood Nights party at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Check out our Facebook group, Mouska Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you can receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see you real soon? Why? Because we like you. Hey.